Hello, dear listeners, and welcome back to another gathering of the After Work Forum, a podcast that essentially doesn't overthink things. After work, 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 forum. So this is our first full-length episode. Uh, you will be led in this endeavour by uh, yourselves, the dear listeners, and me, your incoherent host, Kingy. We will also be joined by a very special guest who will talk with myself at length uh, about very non-important subjects. Thank you for your votes on the music clips from last week. You'll have noted that clip two was the victor, so I will be editing it further in preparation for next episode. Fair to say there's plenty to get through this week. However, I have a few lines of admin that I'd like to get through first, particularly focusing on last week's episode, correcting a few errors made. Firstly, I made reference a couple of times to uh, drinking a dry bottle of champagne that was sitting next to my fridge. Uh, It was actually a uh, bottle of Prosecco purchased from Tesco, and what I was trying to say is warm not dry. So a dry bottle of Prosecco from Tesco. Important point to clarify, I am not that classy. It was also pointed out to me by a dear listener that I actually referred to myself as Jack at one point during the course of the episode, after initially stating that I would only refer to myself as Kingy. Um, For the record, I have no idea who Jack is. If it was my first name, it would be great because it's a very sexy name. A very uh, special thanks to you, my friends, for checking in on last week's first episode of the AWF. Not only did I get more than one listener, uh, I uh, received listenership in excess of a dozen, which is quite spectacular considering how ill-thought-out last week truly was. I actually have access to a number of statistics through the website Anchor FM, which is where I post this podcast. Shout out to Anchor. And at the time of recording, my stats in terms of listenership is 34, 7% of which is is in Australia. I hesitate to use the term global phenomenon, but I'm going to anyway. I would even go as far as to say we have all the right ingredients for a very strange cult. Now buoyed with optimism and a reassured sense of self, I can assure you I'll be continuing to do this podcast in a very ill-thought-out manner. A number of you kindly reached out with your emails, Uh, so what I'd like to do now is to read through all of the responses that I received. Trust me, there aren't many, so we can get through it. The first begins... Kingy. I just listened start to finish in one hit. Effing take a bow, son. I kept count of how many times I laughed out loud and thought that would be useful info. 18 times. You completely held your own, on your own, and it is effing great. The editing by adding your own voice in, the musical bits, and generally your whole flow was spot on. 20 minutes flew by. In terms of topics, would love to hear your views on the morality of eating animals and whether it's better to be really tall or really small. Well done, mate. Let me know when you want me on. Funny you say that, dear listener. You feature later. Another, titled Nice First Episode, reads... 
Dear Creator, thoroughly enjoyed episode one, poo comments notwithstanding. Here in Thailand, where I'm currently staying, most places have a butt hose, powerful enough to get you clean in a couple of squirts and feels disturbingly great, I won't lie. I may dab at my butt after to dry it off, but that's with two squares only. No suggestions for content though, kind regards, first time listener, first time emailer. Well, thank you very much, my friend. Um, good to hear that you are adopting a very economical way of cleaning poo from thy anus. Um, the concept of the butt hose itself fills me with a large amount of curiosity and some other more strange emotions, which I find both disturbing and would like to keep to myself. Our next email reads... Afternoon, son. Having just listened to your first podcast and knowing how much you crave attention, I as your creator felt it important to give you feedback as requested. Overuse of the F word in my opinion, creative music section could maybe be omitted. Shame, as I thought you once had great potential. All in all, better than expected, maybe with a bit of content and a few interesting guests, possibly more alcohol, it has potential. Good work, son. Love always, your favourite mother. Well, look who it is. Thank you, mother. Ever so kind. Uh, appreciate the honesty more than anything else. Good to know that there is room for improvement. Our next email is titled, I laughed, exclamation, 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 suggesting the kind of genuine surprise one would only get from listening to a podcast they did not think would be remotely funny. The rest briefly reads, Take out the swearing and it could be a Radio 4 comedy. Number four song. Thank you, dear listener, for your kind comments. Um, you're already now aware, of course, that uh, Clip 4 unfortunately did not make the cut. However, I can assure you that a few of the runner-up clips will feature in the very near future. Now, listeners, that was the second mother to reach out to me uh, and make specific reference to the swearing. She is the mother of a very dear friend of mine. Um, and so I think with that in mind, you will have already noticed a slight reduction in the use of foul language. That slot on BBC4 will be mine. And we move on to our final email. Strap yourselves in for this one. It reads... Dear Kingy, I have just listened to the first episode of the After Work Forum, which was suggested to me by a friend who shall remain nameless. Initially, I thought perhaps you were a nonce, maybe the Pied Piper of podcasts, opening with a hello children, putting all reasonable parents off, and then convincing the kids to follow your rather enjoyable musical stylings to the place where you do all of your noncing. Apparently, it's not about noncing though, which puts me off a bit if I'm honest, but I thought I'd carry on and see out the rest of the episode in an attempt to soothe the piles I was dealing with at the time of listening. Having listened to your Pied Piper tunes, I think absolutely and unequivocally the tune to go for is clip two. It seems like a no-brainer to me, and the children will love it. You asked listeners to send in a list of things they'd like you to talk about on subsequent episodes, and here is mine. Number one, if you had to fillet Boris Johnson to completion, keeping full eye contact for a painstaking 30 minutes, brackets enough time to develop some quite uncomfortable lockjaw, in exchange for a worldwide miracle vaccine that would get rid of coronavirus for good, would you do it? Number two, what do you think really happened at Michael Barrymore's house that night? 
Number three, if you could have two assholes, would you? Bracket, something I wish could be true for myself with these terrible piles. Number four, what is human consciousness? Number five, if you were tasked with creating a new public holiday, what would that holiday celebrate and how would it be celebrated? Mine would be a day to celebrate the release of mainstream pornography's first double penetration film, The Devil in Miss Jones 1, directed by Gerard Damiano. We would celebrate on his birthday, 4th of August. I haven't decided how yet, but I'm open to ideas if you'd be willing to contribute. I am looking forward to listening to the next episode and would be thrilled, nay humbled, to receive a reply from you. Yours truly, Val, very anonymous listener. <sighs> wow, okay, a number of things to address there. Thank you, Val. To start, apologies for clearly setting the wrong expectations with my nonce-like introduction at the start of last episode. I'll do my best not to get your hopes up unnecessarily in future. Also, thank you for your selection of clip two from last week. Your thoughts are clearly aligned with a number of other people. Right now, on to the meaty stuff and your five topics suggested for discussion. Um, I'm not one to shy away from a challenge on this podcast, so let's go for it. In the first suggestion, you asked whether I would fillet Boris Johnson for a full 30 minutes with eye contact in exchange for a COVID-19 cure. The answer is simply absolutely. I will take one for the team. Not only will I maintain eye contact, I will smile. I'll even throw in a number of other moves up my sleeve just to ensure he's having the best possible time until he's a hot, sweaty mess on the floor looking like he's having a seizure. A bit too much, you may ask? Not when it's for the good of the people. The greater good! In Val's second question, they ask what I really think happened at Michael Barrymore's house that night. Now, I'm going to tread very carefully here so as not to spread any misinformation. However, I am on good authority that Michael was secretly planning, in cahoots with the Chinese government, the future COVID-19 global pandemic. <sighs> Just why, Kingy? Val's third question was if I could have two assholes, would I? Uh, do you know what? No. No, I wouldn't. And the reason being, as you already know, I'm quite keen on economically wiping my ass. So two bumholes would have the opposite effect to that desire. So in this instance, I respectfully disagree. Val's penultimate question is, what is human consciousness? human consciousness? Well, Val, I can't speak for other humans, but I like to think of my consciousness as a stout little man wearing a quaint moustache and a hat-waistcoat combo. He's laid a pocket watch out on the stall in front and is hammering it incessantly with a heavy wooden mallet, except after a while he realises the mallet is actually a rubber chicken and the pocket watch is the tip of his penis. Unperturbed, the man continues continues tirelessly with the endeavour for all eternity. I'm sure there's something in there we can all relate to. Val's final question is, if I were to create a public holiday, what would it be and how would we celebrate it? Well, Val, mine would be a National Fancy Dress Day, whereby everyone is legally required to take the day out to wear the most ridiculous costumes and commence daytime drinking. I would have this holiday on the same day as your personal homage to Daniel Romero. The 4th of August would allow a strong possibility of sunshine for daytime drinking and a further legal requirement to play two episodes of the After Work Forum at the same time would satisfy the double penetration requirement. Hmm. 
Well, Val, I think we've just about covered everything there. So I do hope you write in again. It has been wonderful, and I hope it's the start of a very promising and weird host-to-listener relationship. Uh, just about does it for the uh, emails that have come through for this week. Thank you again to the listeners who've contributed, and please do get in touch for future episodes. We're going to move swiftly into the next segment now. But first, please bear with me, dear listeners, while I eat this bag of crisps. Oh, cocktail. Walkers. Mmm. Wonderful. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good in the spot. Oh, God, I love Chris. Mm. So now I've just got a jingle behind this. Let's make it more more of a pleasant experience for the listeners. There we go. Mm. Oh. Great British potatoes. Thank you, Walkers. Thank you, Walkers. What a time to be alive. Hopefully that was as good for you as it was for me, listeners. Coronavirus. 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 Yes, dear listeners, it's time to talk about COVID-19. Fair to say that it's not going anywhere anytime soon, this pandemic, so it felt necessary to provide its own theme tune. Also feels like we're clearly not talking about it enough, bollocks. Fair to say there's plenty of self-help tips, advice, life-affirming quotes, all the most wonderful bollocks being rammed down our throats. Look, I'm not here to do the same. What I'm looking to do is provide very practical tips around what you can be doing proactively to make the best of this current situation. I'll also be looking to provide some general commentary on all the insufferable shit that we're likely to put up with over the coming months and beyond. But let's get right into those meaty aforementioned tips. We're going to start with an obvious one. Become a virtual sex worker. 
Yes, that's right, dear listeners. It's time to become a sex worker. Now, what we're looking at here is half a population full of single people who are no longer allowed to go out and vent their sexual frustrations. In addition, you have a second half of the population who are now indefinitely isolated with their respective partners. Some might argue, of course, that this will bring couples closer together and reignite the passion in their relationship. Unfortunately, those people are wrong. Regular distance does firmly make thy heart grow fonder, and without that possibility, we're looking at households across the country with secretly frustrated people turning desperately to the internet to satisfy all sorts of weird and wonderful fetishes. Now thinking about this logically, we can turn this firmly on its head listener by killing two birds with one stone, both venting and monetizing our own sexual frustrations. There are, of course, infinite possibilities depending on your preference. Turn on a webcam, get on the phone, maybe sell some underwear, or simply write an erotic email. Me personally, I will be looking to tap into a fairly niche market whereby I live stream myself spending lengthy amounts of time building complex pieces of Lego wearing nothing but an adult diaper. Of course, this is an open forum, so please, listeners, let me know your thoughts, let me know your fetishes, talk me through your process, give me suggestions for other niche markets I should be looking to tap into. And for our next hot tip... Make odd hairstyle choices. Yes, this is the perfect time to be making some very strange hairstyle decisions with the prospect of not having to see anyone else with any consequence for the coming months what better time to try that one hairstyle or that one thing you've always wanted to but never had the confidence to do so ever wondered what you look like bald or maybe with that very short one side that all the cool kids seem to do cool man perhaps now it's time to grow a moustache now there's no risk of being put on the sex offenders register or grow out those hairy armpits that you've been so diligently keeping shaved for so long maybe dye your hair wax your back shave your own face into your chest i think you're starting to get the idea listeners use this time as an opportunity to try those things that you otherwise would not Now for our next tip. Join the video gaming community. Yes, there is an entire community of people already sitting at home, bemusedly wondering what all of this fuss is about. I'm talking about, of course, the video gaming community. A surprisingly large group of people who have already happily spent chunks of their life self-isolating. For many of us, this is understandably new territory, but for these guys, it's business as usual. We should be tapping into their expertise in this area. Look into it, listeners. See if there's a game out there that tickles your fancy. Perhaps an entire genre of gaming. Whatever you do find, not only could you be entertained by said game, but there will always be a committed community of individuals who are more than happy to discuss the finer points of something they've spent months of their life partaking in. Personally, I'll be looking to rekindle my relationship with a very special game, Goat Simulator. You play a goat let loose on the town with horns for ramming ragdoll humans, extreme jumping abilities aided by trampolines, and a tongue that stretches and attaches to objects so you can whirl them around as you chase the mortified humans. Something I always enjoyed for its realism. And for our next tip. Do hard drugs. Potentially one of the more controversial on my list, but 
Rest assured, listeners, I will explain the logic. Now, something you will always see in the uh, sort of drug prevention adverts, ultimately one of the key indicators that they try to illustrate in these sort of adverts is that as an individual, you have lost control of the situation. Now, control being a key factor in my backwards logic here, listeners, for those of us who have the curiosity but have never tried anything harder than, say, alcohol and cigarettes, you now have an opportunity to try these things in a very controlled environment. We've all got that one friend who has a number of names stored in their phone you're sure are used for extracurricular purposes. It's time to tap into that resource, put the kids to bed, light a few candles, settle in, and eat a truckload of mushrooms. Now for my final tip for this episode. Be naked! Yes, listeners. One to probably save till the fairer weather if you're trying to save on your household bills during this time, but if you are wearing clothes, why on earth are you bothering? It's about time you'd got your kit off and turned your carefree head on. We were born this way. Time to bring it back to your roots and enjoy not having to worry about what you're wearing. Personally, I will be having a naked Tuesday where I'll do an intense session of yoga on the balcony. Ooh, balcony. Followed by watching some reruns of Homes Under the Hammer while eating carrots and hummus. Lastly, followed by recording a few thoughts for you, dear listeners. Well, that's some shit. And there you have it. That's all the tips that I have for you today. You are very welcome. All of the above aside, listeners, I would like you to please get in touch. Let me know what you've been doing or what your plans are for keeping busy, keeping interested, trying new things during this wonderful pandemic. Uh, please also send me in some suggestions. I'm keen to try lots of new things, both weird and wonderful. Send me things in and I will attempt it accordingly. I'm also keen to be calling out all of the insufferable shite that we'll be viewing in terms of content during this prolonged crisis. Please do help me by sending in what you find and I will do my best to shame it. That's all of the musings from me this episode. Time now to introduce this week's guest. His name is John. He is a dear friend of mine and has been for a very long time. Together we go on a collective ramble through uh, what starts out as some very uh, normal topics and then delves into uh, some rather depressing territory surrounding animals and what you would do if the world as we know it were to end. Essentially a horrific bit of listening if you're already feeling panicked about the whole scenario. Also, apologies in advance for the sound quality of this conversation, with obviously the requirement to self-isolate currently in place. Our sincere attempts to best record this conversation for the podcast remotely ended up being done using our mobile phones. It's a work in progress and I'm hopeful and confident that we'll have a better sound quality in future episodes. Bring out the guest! Hello, John. Thank you for joining me on uh, the first full-length episode of the After Work Forum. Thank you very much for having me. Entirely appropriate that it is you, my friend, because um, you're actually essentially co-founder of the AWF. Oh, no, no. AWF, I should say. It's your baby, your baby. Now, I'm very much enjoying um, a friend of mine, though. How are you finding it? Six episodes in, you're you're ahead of the game. Uh, Seven episodes in now, actually. 
um, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, it's just, it's a fun little hobby. Yeah, we were talking about this the other day, weren't we? Um, the biggest pain in the ass, and I'm only an episode in, the social media, the pushing of content, encouraging oh, yeah. people to listen. Gotta when be in reality, your, your natural instinct is to just go, here it is, if you want it, mm. listen to it. If not, then it's up to you. But yeah. in reality, that's not what gets people to actually plug in and play so no, that's it man I, and I was, I was i was talking to um another like uh, a, a small business owner about this who he runs his um instagram account for his small business himself and um he said like the best bit of advice he's ever had is just be in everyone's face all the time and you just mm. got to keep going and going and going and putting it out there reminding people because we, we we're so overwhelmed with content as a as a generation and as a society that you've got to you've got to get above that wave and and the the your competition is people with you know thousands of budget and man hours and all that stuff so yeah you just gotta Mm. constantly be there and plug 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 yeah i think it's advice we can all take away uh you know to basically be the most insufferable version of ourselves we can possibly be (laughs) yeah Um, exactly in a content rich world Um, so covid19 though firstly you've to I, I'm I'm about sort of three days into isolation now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a bit emotional. We we're just talking about this job, but they're shutting down all the pubs. For all the all the dear listeners out there, it's a Friday evening we're recording this. So Bojo has just literally announced that all the pubs, leisure centres, gyms, anywhere basically you can have physical contact with more than two people is being shut from tonight. But it's the first time this week it's actually kind of hit home that anything serious is going on, really. Yeah. Um, mainly due to my love of pubs. <laughs> oh, it's the pubs that's the killer, man. Pubs, pubs oh, are... Oh, good. I, I was talking to someone recently. Pubs are, are like my favourite thing in London. For, to to not have them... There. And I, I'm, I enjoy a drink, but I'm not I'm not a booze hound. I'm not, like, reliant. That's a lie. <laughs> oh, me neither. Me neither. <laughs> that's an even bigger lie. <laughs> But just, uh, you know, you're going to miss like, those casual pints. I guess uh, potential silver lining is more of a captive market for us, John, and our <laughs> podcasts. That's very true, yeah. Well, I mean... You can start a marketing of what else better have you got to do? Minimum 12 weeks is what they're saying now, isn't it? Fuck. That is long. <laughs> That's so going to be a new season by the time we're out. Yeah, yeah. I, I've made a pledge this morning that I'm not going to shave until we're out of isolation. <laughs> so we'll it's see how like that goes. You, uh, it's unlike you to undergo a, an, an unnecessary physical <laughs> difficulty. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in fairness, that's hardly a novel idea, is it? <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> Any excuse. <laughs> For me to change my appearance, it's greatly welcome. <laughs> look at how look 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 at how excellent I look in all facial manners. <laughs> <laughs> it's a burden I have to bear. You bear it well, my friend. Thank you. I was going to ask you a quick question, actually. Please do. Um, around this COVID nineteen stuff, if we get really locked down, which is is looking kind of likely, there's a big worry, I suppose, among people that it will lead to looting and rioting and it reminded me of the the behavior that's going on at the moment reminded me of the purge have you seen the purge i have i think i saw the original the first film a long time ago and then i've not really watched anything since i run through the concept really really quickly but basically like it all kicks off one day a year they basically can go mental can't they exactly there's no no crimes for one day a year 
so the yeah. rich basically end up um, installing in these amazing security systems and then the poor are uh, led to fend for themselves. It's a kind of, you know, it's a, I, what I understand to be a, a comment on the uh, sort of disparity of wealth in society. But um, I was just wondering, if we do go into lockdown, do you think you'd go kind of full purge mode? Uh-huh. Is this because you think I've got an affinity towards that kind of behaviour or because you're genuinely interested to know from an objective point of view? Both. <laughs> I think you I think you could I think you could absolutely turn that way. But um and and yeah, kind of uh selfish interest and because <laughs> you know where I live. <laughs> <laughs> okay. In some ways, yes. I guess there's caveats though. I mean, if I was gonna loot, I wouldn't be kind of your no holds barred, anything goes looter. Mm-hmm. I would be targeting pubs and friends' houses. Those are the places I want to be at. Um, friends' houses. I'll be looting your shit whilst I'm whilst I'm round for a catch up. No, I'm not really interested in anything material. It would be what would happen is you'd about three minutes into the um, the beginning of the riots, you'd receive a, a, an invite to a group WhatsApp, um, whereby the message would start: "Hi, it's Kingy." Um, I mean, X pub pints on me. Come join; it's a lock-in, <laughs> and that that would be it, really. It's not in my nature to be uh, to be stealing other people's stuff unnecessarily, but uh, at a push, I would happily pour myself some pints in a pub. I think I'd quite like to be with you in a crisis, not not think- because you would be. Like particularly useful way, but, but more no, just really. <laughs> more just we're we're going to be fucked. I, I may as well go down in flames. Yeah. I think I think you would I think you would help us all go down in flames. <laughs> well, I'll take that as uh, the highest of compliments. I, I promise you, it is. I promise you, it's meant as one. All right, so COVID nineteen done. Mm. Let's move on to first topic now. As I say, John, you kindly suggested these topics via email, so thought we could just run through them now. First one. Uh, morality of eating animals. Oh, God, did I suggest that? That is that is a jump into the deep end, eh? Yeah. I mean, so what I was thinking, in the interest of not dangling ourselves over the cliff edge for too long, sure. um, let's briefly and safely confirm whether each of us eats meat, yes or no, and then we'll quickly move on to stupid tangential questions that are kind of loosely based around animals. Oh, cool. Okay, yeah, yeah. smart. Yeah, good. So, um, John, do you eat meat? Yeah. Okay. Confirming I also eat meat. <laughs> good. All right, we'll move on. Glad we've covered that one off. If anyone has any questions, email at afterworkforum <laughs> at gmail.com. So what I thought would be more important to discuss is... Are there any animals out there that you wouldn't eat? Any I wouldn't eat? Uh... I mean, obviously, within the UK, where we live, we both live, there are, you know, societal norms around what animals we do eat and are available in shops. However, I have a bit of a morbid curiosity for trying anything once. So I was thinking about it and I wouldn't, you know, go out proactively game hunting, you know, rare soon extinct animals. However, if there was a scenario where I was confronted with a carcass, say of a uh, baby okay. panda, uh-huh. and oh. they said, 
just an example. I'm not saying that's in the to-do list. But say there was a scenario where they said, look, this, this baby panda is already dead. There are other pandas in the world being safely looked after. This needs to be used for something. I'm going to cook it up. Do you want to try some? I would say, yeah, sure. Why not? I mean, you I, know, and I'd probably do that with most, almost any animal. Yeah. I, yeah, I kind of would. I mean, my, my thing for me is, uh, I think where I draw the line is when, is when, I can see the suffering. Like a panda, I, I think, like, I'd, I'd really enjoy eating a panda if it was killed in a humane way because they do live good lives. You know, they're the only, they're one of, the, they're one of about three animals along with us and dolphins that uh, have sex for pleasure. And they also are, are known to cuddle after sex as well. Is that right? That's exactly true. Uh-huh. Do they also tend to cry after sex? Or is that just me? That's <laughs> you and dolphins. Ah, okay. But then I guess that's the problem. If, if pandas are going around having sex for pleasure, they're probably going to be not just procreating, so they might just they might be a little panda sucky-sucky. And then if you're eating the meat of a panda that's been sucking off another panda... <laughs> <laughs> so, note to self, don't try panda tongue. Could be spunky is all I'm saying. Ah, uh, uh, yes. It's for that. That's a shame because I only really wanted tongue or anus or panda. That had been my one <laughs> or two organs to choose from. On the on the subject of survival and COVID-19, what would you do if our already clearly fragile society started to crumble further because diminishing resources, supplies, whatever? It seems like a nice segue onto cannibalism. Would you offer up a leg <laughs> if it meant you and, say, Sammy, your wife, could eat food when there was none, no other option? So would I? So would I sacrifice? And, and, and the the operation's safe and everything. It's done by professionals. Absolutely not. No. I mean, it's safe to say <laughs> if we get to this point in society, then you are not going to be able to book in an appointment with the local NHS to have it cleanly sawn off. We're talking. It's end of days. You're at home. You've got the house boarded up because it's gone full purge. There's no resources left, so everyone's desperate. You're out of food. You've all the local shops been raided. There's no houses nearby um, that have food. You're like, we're at the end of our tether. This is the end of end of days. Do you go? Do you know what? Here, chop me leg off. We've actually just got we've got two new roasting tins. So I'm thinking if I do if I do lose the leg, I could probably I could probably get shin in one and. Do like a nice kind of red wine, red wine like slow. A red wine jus. Yeah, a little red wine jus. Yeah. And then uh, the top part of it, I just treat like a nice pork belly. I think. Fuck, up a leg. Nah, dude. Nah, that's a that's a terrible idea. Like you, I'm gonna need my legs for for when for when the zombies come and knock it. An arm. <laughs> I probably, I might be able to, I might be able to spare a bit of ass cheek. Oh, so, oh, nice. I might. Oh, would I? No, you need your ass as well, man. I think. Uh, I think I'm not giving no. up anything. Man. I'm going to need it yeah. all in this survival situation. I think uh, we've got loads of house plants. I can eat. Um, yeah, I'm just looking around now. Like we haven't got tons of food in. Uh, no, I think came yeah. to it, man. I'd, I'd, I think I'd. Uh, there, there's a lot. There's a lot of other stuff I'd try and eat before myself. Yeah. Cut someone else's leg off. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah! I'd love. Oh, there you go. Would you try human? Absolutely. 
stupid question. <laughs> I mean, look, we're, <laughs> we've obviously gone we've obviously gone further into the hypothetical than right now. Would I try human? Yes. No, we, we're talking, you know, end of day scenario. Sure. You know, you're just doing what you have to to survive. We're yeah. going full The Walking Dead vibes here where, you know, you can't trust most other humans anyway because they're all out to kill you yeah, or yeah. get what's yours. Yeah. And therefore, if you did come across, say, a dead human, you might decide, do you know what, that's some viable food source right there. You yeah. make the best use of it, surely. 100%. Yeah, I mean, and I'd, eat, I'd, I'd butcher it as best I could. I think anyone who says otherwise is yeah, lying to themselves. For no good reason, treat yourself. This is end of days. Makes sense. Makes sense. So, um, just moving on slightly, animals. What animals scare you? I don't know why this idea, uh, this thought big, came into my head earlier when I was thinking about animals. Big dogs, wolves, um, spiders. I see. Or, or, or anything that can maul. So, like a bear as well. I, I would be so fucking terrified if a big fucking bear landed on me and started gnashing at my face. And because the, the thought that it could rip off half my face and I might stay alive for a few minutes afterwards feeds on the rest of me is terrifying. Yeah. I, I can understand the logic. Yeah. And like they are powerful enough that with, they can do oh, that almost with one right on yeah. pause, can't they? Yeah. Absolute madness. Yeah. It's like the, uh, yeah. what's that film? Reverence. Yeah, the Reverend. The Reverend. Yeah. The Reverend. Yeah, with yeah, the Revenant. Yeah, the Revenant. Thank you. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. Good Lord. Brutal mm-hmm. seen that. Jesus. Really hard to <laughs> masturbate to. But um, when there's a will. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, for me, uh, no, I get your logic. So anything that could maul you, that kind of aggression. I, and I guess it's like that helplessness of if something's bearing over you, just fucking <laughs> thrashing away, not yeah. being able to defend yourself in those last moments helplessness terrifying for me it i was anything with dead eyes sharks crocodiles you know they've just got those black it's just a blackness yeah. to their eyes just so something so just Whoa. alien dead soulless just seeing you know the last thing you see looking into Killing those dead black eyes as the crocodiles clamping around your leg dragging you into the water Bloody hell. Nice. That sounds horrendous. <laughs> it's a terrifying yeah. podcast episode. End of the <laughs> cannibalism, well, sharks, yeah, fucking crocodiles. Yeah, I'm sure this is perking up people's day. No end. No end. Uh, what about wait? I wouldn't ask you if you would if you would eat your yeah. own leg in an apocalypse. To be honest, if the circumstances were right now and I was dead more than sort of two or three times, I would probably eat my own leg tomorrow. <laughs> I completely believe that. Yeah. Someone gives you the, 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 that magic amount of requests, you'll go, no. <laughs> it's more of not wanting to be rude or improper. Someone asks you too many times, like, yeah. I can't keep saying no. Something's important to them. Yeah, exactly. I just want to please. Again, it's all about the right circumstances, isn't it? But I think I would. I probably yeah. would. And I'd enjoy it too. Would you, would you cut it off first or would you just eat it direct? Uh, I know it's got to be it's got to be a cut off. In fact, I haven't yeah. thought uh, about that for a moment. No, it, it would have to be yeah. sawn right off. I'd probably go below the knee, just so I've got a lot of at least something to work with. Yeah, just looking now, that, that is last uh, a while. Yeah, that that that's going to last you at least a week, two meals a week. Okay, so 
Anything else you um, wanted to discuss? I don't think so, man. I think I I just I urge you to stay safe and look after yourselves. And uh, thank you so much for for having me on as your as your first guest. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you, John. I'm not- sure it won't be the last time. Yeah. All good, man. All right, pal. Cheers, brother. See you later. And there you have it. Thank you to John for being my first guest. Listeners, I hope you've enjoyed this episode as much as I've enjoyed making it. Obviously more episodes to come when I can pull the proverbial finger out and get some stuff recorded, but as mentioned throughout, please, listeners, uh, reach out, get in touch, give me your feedback, send me some emails at afterworkforum at gmail.com. Until next time. Thank you for listening Thank you for putting up with me Thank you for coming Not in that way See you again, which at the breeze Which at the breeze Which at the breeze sort of go.